Uh, cool. Right. Shall we mark on in then? Let's oh, do it. Fuck. Three, two, one, mark. Hello, family, friends, fans, and fellow adventurers, and welcome back to Practical Heroes with our flagship campaign, Immortals, set in the kind of entirely homebrew world of Eroth. With some stuff that I shamelessly rip off from official law, because it's official law, I might as well use some of it. Um, <laughs> last time, our downtime concluded with our new heroes having begun to learn their chosen specialized magics among other yet-to-be-revealed downtime activities. And with your training over, you were led to the training grounds which had been set up for a special ritual. Before you, were a series of plaques and bowls, uh, which indicated that in order to pass your final test, you had to give blood, sweat, and tears into the receptacles, proving your willingness to do what it takes to destroy the Seven Darkest. Having passed the final test, <laughs> you were given some time to decide who would learn the rite of sealing and binding, and with your decision made, you returned to Zola, to inform the council that you would each place the power of your soul into a receptacle of Spanner's design, through which Spanner would be able to cast the rite. As the conversation reached its conclusion, a seven-pointed star appeared on the ground, and the council revealed that they had in fact been in contact with six individuals. Benevolence, favor, honor, loyalty, righteousness, and truth. Six of the seven divine. Words were exchanged, Thorgol had a few attempts at being smart and messing up again, and you all agreed <laughs> to investigate Shade's Peak alongside the seven divine, after first visiting Simshador to gather some advice on creating the right's focus. In an extraordinary display of magic, Spanner was successful in creating a binding and reinforcement glyph, which when placed upon a powerful item from Shade's Peak, which has also been bathed in dragon's fire and reinforced with a dwarven band, should seal the magic of the right within, ensuring significantly less harm to the caster. In theory. <laughs> Although, sometimes Spanner's inventions sometimes blow up. But it's rare. <laughs> but sometimes. But not all the time, but sometimes. Uh, also, as you departed, Thorgol had a conversation with Honor, spied upon by Mura, leading to a confrontation from the group as to his motives, his real name, and his purpose for joining them, as well as him deciding to continue forwards as Tomanok, his own new person. At which point, Spanner and Semerel departed for a drink. They smush it. <laughs> uh, Thorgold departed for a nap, and Mira just had a good old cry. 
a trait. Yeah. yeah. So, morning rolls around, as does Thorgol out of bed with a thud. Um, oh. <laughs> or should I say, sorry, should I say Tomanok? Um, what would you guys like to do as morning arrives? I would say the sun comes pouring in through the windows, but you know, mm-hmm. you're underground. Well, you know, Spanner gets up, takes her plan B, starts getting dressed. <laughs> My god. Uh, but really. Lawrence uh, <laughs> after she does those things, uh, she'll probably. She uh, gets Scuttle Buddy and gets out the scroll and kind of just like. She's going to constantly triple, double, quadruple check all of her work every day, every time they mm-hmm. stop from like now until it's over, just because she's. Uh, she really wants it to be perfect. And. Of course. So. And um, after she does that, she'll just. I mean, this is normal. This is a normal everyday day. So she's gonna wander out to the main part of the house in search of uh, angelic seal bread and maybe some tea. <laughs> of which there is probably still a lot. A lot. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm sure. She, you know what? She'll even she'll uh, get some of her bots to start brewing up some tea for everybody. There we go. <laughs> this is good. Yes, watch out. No. Oh, that is too much sugar. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Is this where Spider so, accidentally drops the plan B into the T and invents plan T? Yeah. <laughs> well, on the bright side, well, the is not going to have a kid spontaneously. They're, they're both, uh, they have, both have high constitutions, so she probably does have to double down. <laughs> Fuck's sake. <laughs> Holy shit. So you know what mood uh, Lindsay's in today? <laughs> Facts, man. Fuck. <laughs> it's amazing, though. Listen, if you're taking plan B and you weigh over 150 pounds, it's not going to work well, so... Yeah. Did you know that? It's no, literally, It's literally made for 150 pounds or lower. All right. So, the doubling down is good. Yeah, probably. Well, we'll say idea. we'll say in in Eroth they actually make it for, for the everyday yeah. woman. Yes. It's <laughs> a variety Eroth, of drugs that are meant to help you actually help you with very few side effects because we have magic. <laughs> now Suppose... what is that song? It takes two stuck in my head. <laughs> it sure does. It sure does. Oh, she. She gets uh, lost in her thoughts for a moment when she sees a bucket, then goes back to making tea. Oh, no! (laughs) The bucket makes Uh, a noise. Mom, no! (laughs) Mother. Tomo will stand up uh, from the floor, kind of rub his nose a little bit, and he'll go over and grab his armor and just kind of look at it for a moment, and then he'll take his... It's a mimic. Um... And then I'll just take the battle axe 
mm-hmm. and as delicately as I can kind of begin to scratch out the symbol of Charon that is on the armor. Right. So Mura, if you want mm. awake already, coming from the I'm room not. left forward, <laughs> and you can probably hear it. Very weird. So either someone's dialing up AOL, or some weirdness is going on in, in Terminox's room again. <laughs> also kind of what my brain sounds like when I'm thinking yeah. really hard. <laughs> um... Yeah, she does wake up, she hears that, and and she's like... <laughs> That's just Terminok! That's so weird! <laughs> um, is the door open, or is the door closed? Does I would have Tomanok closed sleep it. sleep with the door open? Terminok would have had it closed. <laughs> she puts her ear up to the door and is like, I wonder what the sound is. You should probably <laughs> ask. <laughs> Make a perception check, Mira. <laughs> Very cool. See if you can figure out what the uh, the sound is. <laughs> I think we just uh, grab a knife and some metal it's right a 23. now. Twenty three. Twenty three. This sounds like someone has an arm, piece of armor, and an axe, and they're scraping something off the armor with the axe. <laughs> Mira just opens the door. What are you doing? <laughs> just like. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it turns I'd around like it's a kid like who's been caught with his hand in the biscuit jar. <laughs> uh, Tomo will stop, put down the axe, and just kind of hold it off to the side to where you can see it, so you can see the scratched out symbol. Uh, just making a modification. There has to be a less noisy way to do it. I would think. <laughs> if I knew the... I know there's ways you can with magic, but I'm not that talented. But I'm done. I'm sorry if it oh. woke you. Oh no! It. I mean, it did wake me up. So, <laughs> thank you. But it's fine. Okay, I'll let you uh, get to scratching. And she, even though he said that he was done, she just like backs up and closes the door. She's eye contact the whole time though. <laughs> nice. Someone comes walking out wearing one of Spanner's shirts and nothing. (laughs) 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 Oh my god! Sorry, you were saying. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, George. Oh, I was just gonna say Tomo was definitely, if not buck naked, really fucking close. Are you fucking? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, at least I expect he was sitting kind of cross-legged on the floor. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why he didn't turn around. He's like, I'm just doing this. (laughs) But you still saw a whole lot of ass. (laughs) (laughs) No, she she made proper eye contact. It's right as you leave, you probably realize, what was he? He was no, he was. I don't know. She probably him having three horns. (laughs) (laughs) Was that his tail or his tail? Yeah. Oi, oi, oi. I thought he had um, the bull ring on his nose. That's strange. <laughs> no. Hey, who's the ruling prince in Aeroth right now? Albert, what's your last? 
Sam gets it. That guy gets it. I hate this game. Oh, I can't believe I've been waiting for this yeah. all week. I think the internet's about to die, so I, uh... Where's a tree when you need it to fall on a power line? Um, you know, Lindsay's been quiet and she has the perfect one for the perfect moment this session. She's just holding us, holding us hostage right now, that's all. Um... So yeah, uh, I think Mira, as she closes the door, realizes that he was probably naked and is like, oh, I just cannot deal with that. And um, just leaves immediately and goes to the kitchen where she smells bread and tea. And it's like, good and is morning. greeted by the sight of many bots. <laughs> They're so cute. Hi, Spanner. Good, good morning. How, how are you? Did you sleep all right? Uh, Yes, I slept fine. I um. This is good. Yes. Did you sleep good? I did very well. That's good. I uh I uh uh our friend, T- Tomanak. I guess I have to call him that now. Um. Yes. He was ma- making <laughs> making noises with like Tony Hawk. <laughs> Has anyone ever told you you look like Tony Hawk? <laughs> Tony Hawk. I've heard that before. <laughs> um, <laughs> shit. Um, yeah, he um, he was like scraping something on his um, axe, I think. So that it was very a, weird. That is a very weird thing to be doing. I could have helped him. I am very good at engraving and, and metalwork. And, okay, but this is... Uh, I figured it's something that you could, like, you know, fire can, like, melt that or, like, Oh, yes, fire is very good for melting things. This is very true. I mean, even I know that. I know so much about... Fire. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> Mira make fire, fire hot. <laughs> yeah, today we're on Mira has the intelligence um, of caveman. Today she has the intelligence of caveman. Every day she has intelligence of caveman. Um, thank God for that wisdom score. Um, yeah. So she's just like I. I don't know. Still. The thing that happened yesterday that was so weird. So, yes, I, it was. Is there was a lot yesterday? It, it will take some time to think about. Mm-hmm. Hey, Spanner, um, do you trust him now that he said that we should trust him and that he wasn't gonna do this this stuff that? He said that he wouldn't do anymore. <laughs> Very descriptive. <laughs> don't do what Donnie don't does. <laughs> I think it will take more evidence to come to a good conclusion. We can say lots of things. I can tell you right now, I am a bird, but I am not a bird. But I can say it. <laughs> But okay, Take that's that fair. Vera <laughs> <laughs> thinks about that really hard for a minute. It's like, okay, I guess that's that's fair. 
But okay. All right. <laughs> Maybe she is a bird. She's got wings sometimes. Can you fly? Only sometimes for a little bit. I am working on it. That's really cool. So you're kind of you're kind of a bird then. A little I bit of a bird. I guess but not. not really. What about birds that can't fly, like a... <laughs> oh, like a, the, the Arctic, the, uh, the ones the, that live in the yeah, cold places. Yeah, the little fat ones. <sighs> what are they? <laughs> the penguins! Yes, I don't know maybe, what they that here. <laughs> maybe Tamanok is a penguin. Mm-hmm. A false bird. Got it. Um, <laughs> See, in like, Spanner's mind, this analogy is working so well. She's yeah, done. In, she's made this so clear for Mira. In Mira's <laughs> mind, this analogy. <laughs> in Mira's mind, all cute. of this makes sense, but probably for a completely different reason. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't matter as long as they're. <laughs> they both they're think on the they're same doing great. Page. <laughs> they're in the same book on different pages. <laughs> They've got the same answer, but the working out is very different. <laughs> Spanner seems to have two plus two equals four. Mira has four equals two times seven minus three. <laughs> we got there, but it was just hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mira just like nods and is like, yeah, I think I think we're on the same page. So, yes, I think so. We will watch and we will wait and see if the evidence supports our hypothesis. I think so, yes. Um, mm-hmm. What is a hypothesis? <laughs> <laughs> it's a long bit of a triangle, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's, those, it's those big fat things that live in the water, in the jungle. I saw a hypothesis once. It was so weird. Spider <laughs> just laughs. I thought that was a creature that flew in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a water, like a, a land creature that swims around in the water. Totally. Sure. Like an axolotl. Oh. It's got two <gasps> big teeth in the front. There's a big oh. hawk in my yard. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Distracted. So uh, uh, I assume. Oh, sorry, no. Go for no, it. I was just gonna say, let's eat bread. Um, <laughs> yeah, bread is warm. Like a little a toaster bot comes by just as she says, "Let's eat bread," and pops up. <gasps> Do I, I get to keep this? <laughs> yes, of course. This is all your stuff. Amazing. I assume while I'm, all of this is happening, Semarel's just been off praying like a good boy. Yeah, he's just been praying and praying and praying. He's, <laughs> it, yep, that's it. Yep, a prayer away keeps the bad guys away. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll just he'll just be taking his time. He's uh, just getting himself uh, dressed, equipped, armored, prayed, ready, giving his daily thanks to Gahir for mm-hmm. a glorious light of a new day. And fortunately, you do have a rather nice morning to yourselves. You you sit and eat bread. You have a bit of time to kind of relax, 
talk amongst yourselves. Um, and eventually, there comes a, a rather polite-sounding knock at the door. Oh, I should get that. Mira goes and opens the door. Hello. As you see, uh, Zola stood before you, today wearing a nice kind of chocolate brown with gold swirly trim robe. Ooh. It's always like the same kind of style of robe, just in different colors. <laughs> I like this robe today, Zola. Thank you. I like your hair today. Thank you. <laughs> I styled it a little different. I can tell. Thank you. And how is everyone this morning? Um, well, uh, some interesting things happened. Um, <laughs> how, how to describe this? Um, Tomanok, Thorgal, formerly Thorgal. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Thorgal. <laughs> <laughs> he was naked on the floor, scratching out a symbol on his axe. Very weird. Um, Is that the uh, euphemism? No. No, it's, Good. I don't actually, I don't know what euphemism means, but I don't think it's one of them. Because um, if it was, I, no, he was like, <laughs> he was doing it. I. <laughs> yes, no, continue, digging. I stood That's and watched what... from the doorway. He was going I at did. it real hard. <laughs> he was doing a lot of scratching of the axe. Zola, what does Zola, what does euphemism mean? So, Zola. So, what else happened last night? <laughs> Zola, are you not gonna tell me what that word means? Later? Is... Okay. Usually when you say something else, but you're referring to something else that you don't quite want to say in front of polite company. Oh, I get it. Like, yeah, if you don't want to, like, talk about, like, okay, Like, I if understand. you were to say, I walked in on Thorgal naked scratching the axe. Uh-huh. People would raise eyebrows. <laughs> oh. Okay. So what else happened last <laughs> night? <laughs> yeah, she just nods. Uh, right, so last night, what happened? Um, you said there were many interesting things. <laughs> oh, right, 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 right. There were many interesting things. So, um, well, so I did like this thing. slight drip of sweat as Zola's like, please can we stop talking about Thorgal's axe? <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, Vera just nods and is like, so last night, I uh, I pulled one of my fingernails off and I dropped it in Thorgal's pocket. <laughs> and then I heard him talking to... It was Honor, right? Or Yeah. yeah I heard him talking to Honor. And uh, it didn't go very well. And then, and then we confronted... Like no. Yeah. And then uh, when he came back, we confronted him and we were like, hey, um, if you're going to do this with us, you got to like not be a jerk. 
And I think it went really well. She's that very proud of herself. I also cried myself to sleep last night, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> normal Tuesday night for Mira. That is not as good to hear. I hope you are feeling better. I am. Zola, good. I don't... Are you... Are you... Zola, I don't think that you're a hugger, but... Can I have a hug, please? I can oblige this once. Thank you. She hugs Zola. <laughs> Zola's very like, please awkward. <laughs> Little pat on the back. Thank you, Zola. I do. It makes me feel better. She releases him in a in a normal amount of time. It is a normal <laughs> hug. It's not weird or long. Um, yes, but the Spanners um, every... bots all hug in the background. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, they definitely do. Um, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's good. I just, you know, there was a lot of, um, oh, I'm doing this because I lost everything. And I was like, well, I lost everything too. And I was very upset about it. And that's why I cried. So no, the hug made me feel better. Zola, thank you. I do appreciate that. Uh, would you like to come in? We have tea and we have angel seal bread. It's bread that's shaped like a seal with wings. Of it's course. An angel, angel seal. Uh, I do have one other bit of business to attend to, but that can wait till after. Uh, tea and bread. Yeah. She and brings Zola in. <laughs> ducks into the doorway. Not like obviously ducking under the doorway, but you know when you just in I go kind of thing. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, and joins you for a, another round of tea and bread. Um, and yeah, I mean, is there anything you guys wanted to do while you were eating with Zola? Uh, nothing has a mind. Cast fireball. Um, cool. So, <coughs> as he's kind of coming round to finishing his fifth piece of angelic seal bread, um, and second cup of tea, of course. Like a good Brit. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> he kind of puts down the like half eaten seal. He's definitely a head first kind of guy. Like he bites off the head of the seal before eating the rest of it. <laughs> um, and he, he puts down the lower half of this angelic seal's body and just kind of laces his fingers, elbows on the table a bit. And... So. Uh, La and I thought it would be a bit prudent to return. Uh, a lot of information has been thrown at you all recently. Uh, you've had a lot to deal with. So, uh, we discussed it when... Um, we don't exactly... Well, we sleep, but there's no real need to sleep and dream, per se, and we're able to kind of have conversations with ourselves while sleeping. It's very useful. Uh, we had a discussion whilst everyone was sleeping, uh, and we figured there were probably a few things that got left by the wayside or easily forgotten with so much information being thrown at you. 
so we return this morning uh, to remind you we do not have much we as in the city not we as in Miezola. I, I understand that gets a bit confusing sometimes but <laughs> we don't have much but what we do have is enough stellar iron to make one weapon for you should you so wish this offer was given to you before and you did say you would think on it of course you do have or will have when you complete your focus the right of sealing and binding and that can be used without the need for a celestial weapon to kill an immortal but as we say when we were talking to the divines and they mentioned not needing the right if they had horsemen the more weapons tools one has in one's arsenal the more well equipped they are should one of those tools fail i'm sure you agree and looks very pointedly at spanner <laughs> yes more it's always better when they come to preparing for things you very much seem like someone who never goes in with just a plan but likely at least plan a through e if not z <laughs> this is very very true how if we were to want to become horsemen for the divine how would that work i cannot entirely speak to that myself all i know is what we've learned from research uh, and tales and what the divine have told us thus far but from what we know the horsemen were much like immortals they were beings gifted power they became immortal much like the immortals were well are but unfortunately we don't have a vast wealth of information about them because if you remember the seven darkest realized they could do this created their four horsemen and were about to bring apocalypse to the world so the seven divine said hey no we're going to do that too and we'll fight back and then the god said hey wait a minute that's going to break everything let's not and sealed everyone away so much of what is known about the horsemen is not much save that in theory uh, when texts speak to the immortals together having the power to kill a god it is believed that the horsemen are the ones who would be able to do this granted it would be the four of them together i imagine but and i expect given that it is also created by similar power to the immortals likely that the horsemen probably solo would have the power to kill an immortal if they are able to beat one in combat a 
along with other horseman name-related abilities, uh, <laughs> death, wherever uh, he went, carried a miasma of death that brought sickness and death to everything. Famine caused food to rot, crops to wither, people to starve, and so on. Uh, That does, it does seem very logical, uh, but the question, if I understand that you wanted us to answer, was about the metal and a weapon, so I think... Yes, you, you do not necessarily have to answer now. Uh, while yes, we will fire up the forges, and of course we would like a yes or no we want it, the weapon specific in and of itself does not need to be answered right now because we do have some ideas to enhance could, it and that will take some time with the metal could you i'm not and you see toma kind of close his eyes a little bit could you melt it down and coat other weapons with it instead of make a single weapon much like I believe I've, I've heard of a similar method before. Not necessarily for this metal, obviously, but... Yes, we could, but it is in no way as potent. Uh, from what we recovered from ancient texts that weren't destroyed, uh, it seems that the blade or the arrowhead, for example, does need to be solid. Uh, I would expect it's entirely possible that a weapon coated in the steel could potentially overcome perhaps some sort of resistances that the immortals might have, but I would not trust it to kill them. Wound them more effectively, possibly. I could not speak to it, but it would not it be as potent. Yes, it would be diluted. Yes. I think, yes, we would like to utilize this metal. Yes. She looks to everybody else to like, <laughs> this is, this is, it's logical, right, guys? Yeah? I yeah? think so, uh, yeah. Someone else just like, give me God morning star. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Well, if you are all in agreement that you would like it, I will let the Forge Masters know that they will once again be creating a weapon of celestial steel. Uh, if, as to if they the would design, like an assistant, I would be very happy to go and watch and help. <laughs> she doesn't means, normally interrupt people, but she's when in they it. Are doing it. You are yes. more than welcome to watch. Uh, and like I say, an answer does not need to be given yet, but if you have some form of considerations as to what sort of weapon you might want made from this metal right now, do feel free to let me know. 
at Polygon. <laughs> that would be perfect for me. Yeah, yeah. Spader and Mira are just like, oh, guys, what are you gonna duke it out for? The, what? I mean, more light and darkness discussions. Yeah. <laughs> a, Spader uh, slowly gets out her her ruler. Preparation. <laughs> well, I have a big axe. <laughs> My morning star has served me excellently for many years. Uh, if it is to remain in its current condition, I would not be upset, of course. Uh, though if there is agreement that it is the one to be improved, then I am more than happy to go along with that, of course. It is, we are working together. These are things that must be considered together. Slopey shoulders, like, I'm not going to be the greedy guy. <laughs> <laughs> I already said Sentra to have it, so. Oh, okay. oh fine, well, if you insist, okay. <laughs> Very well. Uh, I will let them know that for now, uh, the consideration is to be a morning star. If, uh, if I'm sure that your skilled smiths are more than capable of making such a weapon. Yes, it is something that I'm most used to and have learned to wield with hopefully some deafness and reasonable ability level. It is a weapon I'm quite used to. <laughs> Giggity. Very well. <laughs> then also for your consideration, uh, as I say, we are hoping to try and make this weapon somewhat stronger in a way than many of its predecessors. Uh, we have an idea of attempting to reinforce it with other aspects that are not usually added to our celestial steel, in the hopes that it might maybe hit harder or do better, I don't know, but... Uh, most of these supplies we are going out and gathering ourselves, but... From what I've seen, the easiest place to gather some of them just so happens to possibly be quite easily found around Shades Peak, which is where you happen to be going. Oh, that's uh, kind of convenient. I know, right? It's almost as if it's almost like these things from happen the occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> it actually wasn't. <laughs> But yes, uh, what we are looking for is found in and around the Halidor Isles itself uh, would be a fresh sprout of a moondrop flower, which can be found anywhere on the Isles. Uh, but we would also like, if possible, it's not essential, as I say, it's just the more we can throw in, the better we might be able to make this. If we could get a piece of infernal steel, the... effectively the opposite of the celestial steel, the bigger the better, uh, or a weapon or item made of it, which we could melt down and add to the celestial steel. Uh, it is... You'll probably see it if and when you go up against them. The Infernal... It's the ones favored by the Seven Darkest. Um, 
But if there is anywhere that mortals may have had one of those hidden away, Shades Peak is quite possibly a place where that is a thing. Uh, but the final thing which you can most certainly, or at least as far as the rumors actually direct us to, find in Shades Peak, uh, there is a specific spell that we would like from a spellbook rumored to be found within Shades Peak. Ideally, we would like uh, the whole book because it's just easier and there may also be other useful things that we don't know but <laughs> should you not be able to retrieve the whole book the spell should either be known as or make reference to we're not entirely sure but it will either be known as or make reference to the blood forge I'm sorry what is a blood forge? Uh, we don't believe it is necessarily a specific thing, but it seems to be uh, some sort of process that was used a long time ago. Uh, a way of empowering uh, forging with types of blood magic, such as similar to what you are hoping to do with your focus for the right, being able to use the power of one's soul to reinforce the power of one's forging. Mitch, could I use like Thorgal, the soul bit of Thorgal, obviously I know he's maybe not as old as the Blood Forge is, but use like to recall and see if maybe part of his journey to find magic and stuff was maybe trying to find the Blood Forge and see if he knows anything. Using the Fate Bound. Or... Uh, fate bound, or yeah, fate bound, or knowledge from a past life to increase the. Oh, yeah, you have knowledge check. from a past life, don't you? Yeah, so using knowledge yeah. from a past life, absolutely. Uh, give me an arcana check, please. Arcana, cool. So that's gonna be a eighteen, and then I roll a d six and add it to it. Uh, eighteen plus four, so twenty two. Um, so it's it's kind of patchy, mostly because this is very advanced heresy, um, <laughs> <laughs> even back then. Um, I'd say what you do know is Zola is kind of like both right, like from what you and your people have dug up, it is both like a process and there were rumors that there was an actual forge called the blood forge where that process originated but that's mostly rumors um as far as thorgol was aware um you would know however and there wasn't a particularly high um knowledge role needed for that your gauntlets were created using either the blood forging process or some sort of facsimile of that idea of blood forging. Um, and as Thorgal's kind of, or not Thorgal, Toma is recalling all this, you guys do watch as some patches of white fur kind of pop up and then go away, and you see kind of the his dread form kind of waving in and out 
and he takes a gasp and you see him look at his hands and he'll slowly take off his gauntlets and perhaps you could look at these um they were I don't know if they were made with the exact techniques you speak of but they definitely could help I think in understanding the process very well and he takes them is this to be uh, left with us for the forge masters to work with and look at while they're working or is this to be looked at very quickly before you leave uh, I guess the hell yeah how quickly because if I leave those we can't use the double team <laughs> move um <laughs> While you're considering I mean, that, during yeah. the, the fur thing that was happening, uh, Spanner looks pointedly at Mira and mouths the word evidence. <laughs> <laughs> evidence. Um, so, I mean, you would remember quite clearly because obviously for Thorgol, it hasn't been like three weeks. Um, <laughs> But obviously the six divine are quite itching to get to Shades Peak as ASAP as possible and were held off by you guys saying, hold up, we're going to go to our dragon friend and maybe screw around with a spell for Spanner's focus. <laughs> um, Our focus. Perhaps once we return from Shades, <laughs> Shades Peak, then I can adequately let the Forge Masters look at them. Amazing. Very well. And he slides them back across the table to you. Uh, would you like for us to let the Divine know that you are ready for Shade's Peak? Or are you not ready yet? Uh, ready momentarily. Sam, can I speak to you quickly, please? Semerol shoots him a glance, raises a quick eyebrow, but nods. Yes. Semerol yes. shoots him. Full stop. <laughs> Great! Shoots him in the throat. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, yes, of course. <clears throat> Stands uh, and kind of, I presume, it, it is directed somewhere away. Yeah, like down, just down the hall a little bit. Oh. Semerol makes his way just down the hall a little bit. <laughs> I throw a tooth. No, I'm joking. Snap, yeet. As you guys get in the hall, uh, Toma's going to place his hand on your shoulder. And you see this kind <laughs> of different look about him. You, you kind of see a little kind of smile breaking through. Uh, all right, so a uh, brief moment. Uh, I don't know why I feel the need to say this, but it's probably, I mean, I'm all sorts of messed up, you know that. Um, I've always peak. loved you, Samarel. <laughs> they're... they're <laughs> it's been 84 years! I don't know in what context. I, it's kind of foggy. Um, there is possibly someone from Yuri's past there. I don't think so, but I'm worried I may lose control from the feeling so I just want you to be aware like be be help me stay calm I guess you are 
the more level-headed one of the two of us, really. If there is any hint or suggestion that you may be losing control, as you say, Terminox, then I shall be sure to have my Morning Star on standby, as I promised you. <laughs> I don't... I, fair enough, thank you. <laughs> if you, however, if there is a moment where you are able to retain some level of control, I will do what I can to return you to your right state of mind. Sort of, there's definitely an upward inflection. Like that's a question. Like, is this is that right? Is that what you want? That, yes. That, <laughs> is that correct? <laughs> talk, talk me off the ledge. They say. Uh, mind if I, uh, I'd quite like to inside check that, like that he, yeah. he wants to be talked around really, basically. Our survey says, <laughs> Ooh, that's a 19. You get the genuine sense, like uh, you pick up the sense that there's this characteristic of genuine concern uh, coming through his voice. This, this is not something that, Thank you, Terminark. I do appreciate your openness and honesty, but I'm I'm reluctant to, to keep this as something just between us. The Spanner and Mira, they must know. I, there may be an instance where I am not available. I am not. I, what if I am bleeding out on the floor? What if I am on the verge of death? I understand where you come from with these words, I do. But I fear that I already understand where I am with the group and the trust. So on the one side, I understand I need to be told to grow that trust, as we've stated, but what I'm worried about is they won't be able to successfully talk me down. They're, I'm not... And I, maybe if they know, they can, I don't know, but I feel there is a common ground you and I share, Sam, that they can't understand. I appreciate the, the trust placed in me, Terminoc, of course I do, and you shall be treated with fairness. And However, you must know that my priorities are Spanner and Mura and then you. No, absolutely. That's why I brought this to you, was the last thing I want is for you to have to choose. Then it appears we have an understanding, and he gives like a, like a, a head bow. Thank you. Um, and if you choose to tell them, that is your choice. I understand either choice you make. If you would prefer that I didn't tell them, then I shall not tell them. Toma just kind of nods. Perhaps we should. Does he Toma nod? <laughs> uh, I think we've been away too long. Uh, shall we rejoin? Yes, I think we're having a shit. 
Or fucking um. as just uh, Steph, you read my mind because as we enter the room again, Thorgo's definitely gonna like wipe his mouth off, <laughs> just just as a joke. I'm going to cast Morningstar on his head. Mira um, <laughs> leans over to Spinner and is like, "I think that is what they call a euphemism." <laughs> Easy. Yes. I am am not very good with them. I actually just learned what the word means, but I don't don't think I nailed it. Sometimes it is very hard to know what people mean when they do not say what they mean. I know. I just, sometimes I just want people to be clearer with me anyway. Oh yeah, Zola's still there. <laughs> Zola's like, no, not a euphemism at all. Uh, nope. <laughs> Stood there with the straightest face, looking very dumb. <laughs> well, if that is uh, what you wanted to sort, sort it. Uh, shall we send word to the divine? works for me. Which is a very strange sentence I never thought I'd say in my life. And kind of gives like a joking look to Semarel <laughs> and probably Thorgal too in kind of also paladin style, just like a who else ever thought they'd be walking around going, hey, shall I just send word to the divine? <laughs> <laughs> I agree, Zola. Today is indeed a momentous day. It is a momentous day for Bemenemat, and therefore the rest of the world. Right! <laughs> Walks out the doorway dramatically, robes flowing behind him. There's a, there's a definite hint of, is he? Using some sort of gust cantrip to make those robes billow so much, because that ain't natural. Um, Is he using (laughs) some sort of gust cantrip to make those robes billow? Is Mira looking? Yeah. I'll say, I'll give you the choice. You can make either an insight or arcana check. Why not? I'll make an insight check. (laughs) Because I feel like with insight, you can kind of tell if someone's just walking or if they're doing something... (laughs) It's a 13. 13? Might mm-hmm. be. It's not super obvious, but like at the same time. It <laughs> the does, air is very I mean, still. I mean, <laughs> Mira doesn't know a whole lot. Period. But she does know her waters, her winds, and her lightnings. And that's some real strange wind he got going on there. So either he's farting real hard. Stop or it! <laughs> Mira <laughs> just thinks Zola is magic, okay? <laughs> Period. As he drifts into the sky. Yeah. Oh, I just think he's so magical. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Mira just Zola, Zola. away! <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, so you do have a moment to yourselves before the divine arrives, should you wish, want, or need? Uh, 
someone else going to oh. check over his uh, his equipment, make sure that his armor is buckled appropriately. It's uh, that he has everything he needs. Um, that he's gone through and done his spell preparation, and will uh, not. I'm sure that she doesn't need it, but will certainly offer assistance to Spanner. Nice. I'm 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 that DM today. That's just hey, th- mm-hmm. role play. You. you. Hey, <laughs> poking you with a stick and seeing what happens. Um, Come on, do stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Um, after some time, you hear the sound of multiple footfalls and the handful of immortals who are wearing a whole lot of armor. <laughs> which off the top of my head I believe is loyalty, righteousness, and honor, all three of whom are wearing pretty heavy like plate mail basically. <laughs> so it's very much like, hey that's footsteps, clank 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 clank. <laughs> Approaching uh, Mira's cottage, or Mira's house I should say, Zola who has the cottage. Um, and they, they, the noise does stop a respectable distance from your door. Summerhill takes this brief moment to take a deep fucking steadying breath as he lowers the hood on his cloak and just like stands like a good boy, like to attention and is just like the most fucking ready. I'm, I'm sorry, we can do this, it's as fine. the hood it's fine. comes down, the hair comes tumbling down in slow motion. It dips it in a mountain stream, sloshes it about a bit. <laughs> hey, where's the shake water cantrip when you need it? <laughs> oh yeah. Starts playing in the background. <laughs> the Summerall turns back and looks at Spanner. <laughs> um, cool. Yeah. You make ready and head outside to meet six of the seven divine stood there posing no (laughs) they're not power rangers um plus if they were power rangers and they did pose then everything would blow up so they're not gonna do that (laughs) they're all just a mixture of tea posing and praising the sun um (laughs) and as you walk outside i completely forget the voice for benevolence so, it's all good. Honor is going to step forwards. <laughs> They're all just talking to each other when we want to overhear yes. the conversation, Mitch. <laughs> uh, Honor steps forwards. So, are you ready for us to head to Shade's Peak? We are prepared for a little bit of time if you need to head to the shops, pick up potions, or anything like that. Ooh, shopping episode! <laughs> uh, I, I, do not, I don't have very much money left to be zero spending. I have currency units. <laughs> uh, so, so we'll just why didn't you like say so? His... My armor is platinum. <laughs> Someone just puts his rather hefty little coin purse, just like hides it a little bit more behind his shield. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'll go over and kind of a, a, like adjust his his 
hood and cloak and, you know, just help him look tidy before he walks, you know. Zola, I heard that um, when you're traveling, it's probably a good idea to have armor. Yeah, Zola's gone by now as well. What? <laughs> Never who, mind. Who left to talk to the divine. It's just them here now. Toma leans over. Who are I'm you talking to? Brit. So I don't know. <laughs> are you, Mira? Are you seeing things again? Do we need to have the talk? <laughs> I no, I don't see things. It's not what happens. It's just I I, see I don't know. People. No, not anymore. Um, Shut up, Bruce Willis. <laughs> but yes, armor would be a good thing to pick up if you don't have. I, yeah, I should do that. Sorry, I just I uh, uh, just sometimes my brain doesn't work very well. I, unfortunately, I carry very little in terms of spares with me. If I had anything, Mira, you, it would be yours. Yes, um... Oh God, Mira in Samurai-sized, like, plate mail. <laughs> Look like she'd wear it she'll in dad's armor. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the breastplate, and she just turtles yeah. inside it. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the, I just need to get... I have it on my sheet from last time, but we didn't have combat. So, um, I just need to buy a set of leather armor. Um, I have a lot of gold. I probably should buy some other stuff. Like, 550-something gold. Nice. We'll meet you back in the center of town when you are done. We just, okay. we just summoned, like, the gods and just go, actually, you know what, can we have another couple of minutes while I'm we just go so do a bit sorry. of shopping? I'm so sorry. Mira's just like... <laughs> they did turn up and he literally said, we're ready to go when you are, but just to make sure you're ready, do you need to buy anything before we go? They're, they're doing that video game quest. We're ready to leave. Is there anything you need before we set off? And you see two options. Yes, yeah. let's do it. Wait, no, there's still something I need mm. to do. Yeah, yeah, perhaps later. Because there uh, is no point of return at this point. Mira's <laughs> just like, I'm so sorry. I'm I'm sorry. Sometimes I get a little scattered brain. I just need, I just need a few it's things. Fine. Just a couple. I have some bath Trust bombs. Me. She'll just like reach into her bag and like pull out some bath bombs. I can make them themed for, for you. If you, in the, I sh- I'm going to go get the armor. And then she just leaves. She's just handed all of them bath bombs. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. As but is, it, is it like that uh, here kind of hand? No, it's just, uh, it's, uh, it's, I it's have like. these here. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> We all agree we different. should go with her, right? So she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she she bolted. <laughs> she just like. <laughs> you all also see uh, Anna share a very very knowing look with righteousness again, like they've seen similar shittery before. <laughs> Not necessarily to Mira's extent, but they're kind of used to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so Samuel sort of looks over his trusty, sparklingly clean, very incredibly well-maintained uh, courtesy of Spanner <laughs> chain, and maybe his head's a little turned by the thought of some other armor. Let's see. We'll see what's available. <laughs> you uh, you head, head to shops. Aye. Uh-huh. Go down to the street, head to shops. 